In case you haven't noticed, we're throwing ourselves at you for episode number 31 of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Podcast initialized. Mission identified. The cutting edge. 1992. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems nominal. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take another look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash RRP31. There you can leave us a comment on the episode, you can vote in our poll on whether you thought The Cutting Edge was a classic, nostalgic, or tragic. That's a new reign. You'll find out more about it here in a bit. In a bit. Ooh, sounds exciting. <laughs> and you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and more. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, a designer, but I never was a nice dancer. And I predicted that the cutting edge would be a classic. Toe pick. <laughs> and that, as I'm sure you know by now, is my good friend and co-host, Paul Powers. Hi, Paul. Hello, Francisco. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I haven't talked to you in a while. I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, it has been a while. I think since the last episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, something I would have asked you if we had talked sooner. No, I really wouldn't have. But what is your favorite Winter Olympic? Oh. what's the, What are the options? Wow. <laughs> I don't want to say, oh, uh, skate dance you know figure skating when i forgot snowboarding was there you know what i mean i don't know are, are you a cur- curling man you like the watching them oh is that, that stone I, I thought that the... was i thought that was taken out was that put back in or I, was that never I don't maybe know. it was only considered I'm pretty sure it's still in okay then curling yeah okay. <laughs> it's kind of like billiards on ice are uh, but no, not as not fun really at all i don't think oh but, it's moving an object oh never mind I predicted that this movie in our new rating system would be a classic. Oh, interesting. Okay. And new to the podcast, I'd like to welcome my friend, Karen Norman. Thank you so much for being on the show, Karen. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, totally. Uh, So that our listener can get to know you better, what do you do and what is your favorite movie genre? Um, I am a mostly a stay-at-home mom. I have two kids, two little girls, about to have my third little girl. Yay! Congratulations. Um, and I work with youth in student ministry at our church. Congratulations. We're praying for you. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate it. (laughs) Um, my favorite movie genre is, like, mind-bending thrillers, actually. Kind of like Inception or even more mind-bending No, Inception was okay, but maybe not as mind-bending as that. Just like, I don't know, thrillers. Okay, cool. Like Memento? Yeah, Memento was good. I'm trying to think of an example. I haven't really watched any good ones lately. Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) I kind (laughs) of do like that movie. Oh, okay. Crazy movies like that. I haven't seen that one in a long time, though. Oh, all right. My prediction on this one is that it was more of a nostalgic movie, actually. Ah, okay. All right. Very good. So we're not all together on that one. But, Paul, will you please enter our coordinates into the computer for Alice? Um, okay, Alice. 
we're going to do speech input. So let's uh, have a roundtable discussion on whether we think this show is a classic. Wait, what are the options, Francisco? Classic, nostalgic, mm-hmm. and tragic. And and what are the difference between the three? So classic is, and this is again sort of dependent on our own rating. Uh, it is a classic is something that still holds the test of time today. You would recommend it to someone whether they've seen it as a kid or they've never seen it. Uh, nostalgic would be you'd recommend to someone who has seen it before, but not necessarily to someone who hasn't seen it before. And tragic is you just wouldn't recommend it at all. Okay, sounds good. So, uh, everybody yeah. got that? Yeah. All right. Lu- wait, not Lucy. Alice. Wait. Who? Who's? <laughs> what's the computer's name? Alice Paul. Alice. Okay. How long have yes. you been doing this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. There's too many series and all these other robots out there. Anyway, uh, so Alice. After we have our roundtable discussion, let's go to the new tube segment and then wrap up with feedback and show announcements. Very good. And uh, Alice, once we've gone to our first uh, nav point, please let us know. Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers incoming. Engaging retro rewind reactor. It's one o'clock. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm just about four hours late here, Rita. Gita. Anita. Gita. Gita. Close. <laughs> Olympic star Doug Dorsey's the best hockey player in America, and he's about to retire. Kate Mosley was America's sweetheart. Until Hercules here learns how to lock his grip, this will have to do. And she's got a nickname that rhymes with rich. What a thing. For both of them, the Olympics have become a faraway dream. Yeah. You try. Until someone... Those are figure skates, pal. ...set up the ultimate blind date. Who the hell do you think you are? I'm a guy who came a long way from lunch. Please don't let me keep you from the trough. Enough! Enough! Let's talk about our memory mind meld for what we, how we remember this movie going. The Kinead starts with D.B. Sweeney and the girl both don't qualify for the Olympics for hockey and Paris figure skating, respectively. Girl, the girl's dad convinces DB to be the do- to be his daughter's partner, and they train for the Olympics montage style, putting aside their differences to skate together while also falling in love. They do the crazy Pamchenko spin move and kiss. That's what we remember, and that's wow, pretty much that was actually kind of detailed in yeah. some of those parts. So no Inception sound effect needed. Instead, Paul, where are the technicals of this movie? Uh, the Cutting Edge opened on March 27th in 1992 in the U.S. of A. It runs 101 minutes long, rated PG. It was directed by Paul Glaser, written by Tony Gilroy, and starred D.B. Sweeney and Moira Kelly. And also, Terry O'Quinn makes a, a comeback for the podcast, who was on a previous episode. Do you remember which one? The Rocketeer. He played yes. uh, not Hulhauser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my goodness, Spruce people, Goose guy. Yeah, people are screaming right. at it right now. Yeah. Oh, now that's going to drive me bonkers. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, he played that guy. 
<laughs> Howard Hughes. That's there it what is. it is. Yeah. Um. So anyway, any other things you wanted to know? <laughs> well, you couldn't find the budget, but did you find out how much this movie made? Yeah, it made uh, it made about four and a half million dollars on its opening weekend and grossed to over twenty five million dollars just in the USA alone. Okay, so that's know. not too shabby. But if they spent a hundred million on it, which I severely doubt. <laughs> Then no, I think it did pretty so well. Yeah. But it also spawned four sequels, so or three oh. sequels. Yeah, I had the That's hardest cool. I I could like find all those way more easily online to stream than the original, which was really frustrating. Yeah, and this one was more popular than that. But we're not but gonna anyway. talk about the things that frustrated us first. Let's talk about the things <laughs> that we fell in love with about this movie. <clears throat> so, Karen, what was something you loved about the Kine Edge? Honestly, not that much. <laughs> I do not dun, love dun, dun. this movie. <laughs> well, was there anything you liked? Um, the guy DB who plays Doug, uh-huh. he's funny. Um, and I did like the very end. I feel like it's a little slow until like halfway through, until like oh, really? nationals, mm. and then it gets a little more interesting mm. after that. Mm-hmm. So. What did you think about the pacing of the film, Paul? I didn't really notice it, um, but I would agree that that it definitely picked up about halfway through, I guess. Mm -hmm. Now that thinking back about it, that sounds about right. What did you think? I actually thought it paced pretty well. I was engaged pretty much throughout. I don't remember a time where I'm like, come on, let's get on to the next thing. Oh, Um, I do. But I thought, <laughs> yes, you already shared that. No, but actually, there was one part at the beginning when they were doing the first Olympics, where I thought uh, some of the, uh, well, we won't go into what I what we dislike <laughs> until later. Yeah. But exactly, I, I thought there were the first opening scenes I felt were a little too slow moving since we're talking about the pace. All right, well, uh, a couple people that posted on Facebook would. Agree, maybe not agree with you guys based on maybe their memories, but uh, Aaron Wallace said, I remember watching The Cutting Edge a lot when I was a kid. It came out around a peak in American figure skating, so I think the timing was kind of perfect. It was funny and exciting, though, it w- and thought it was a great love story. And Sarah Barnard added to this saying, OMG, Cutting Edge, my first ever chick flick. Ha! <laughs> So thank you. I wonder if that the guy, that first guy, grew up to be a jerk like the characters. The first, the first guy, Aaron's a girl, it's Paul. A girl. Oh, Aaron's a girl. Sorry, yeah. I thought it was a guy. I wonder if she wow. grew up to be a jerk. She's, <laughs> she's not a. She's jerk. not a jerk. <laughs> All right. Well, good for you for watching that. The the role models play jerks and not giving into that. Aaron. Thank you for putting up with Paul's antics right now. And if you're listening, and thank you <laughs> and Sarah for your feedback. And there's a little bit more, but we'll get to that later. Uh, something I want to share that I loved about the movie was I really loved the theme, the musical theme. I thought it was both uh, energizing and inspiring. <laughs> I know it, it, it could come off cheesy to some, but how did you guys oh, think? Man. What did you guys think about that? I didn't notice the theme. I made a note that all the music was <laughs> super cheesy. Oh. And I said it exactly like that, except the New Year's party had some awesome 80s or early 90s hits going on in it. 
That's I weird. I didn't notice. The, the actual 80s music yeah. is the parts that I didn't like. <laughs> so that's interesting. And Paul, you just didn't notice the music at all? Well, I did at one point, but we're not to that point yet. <laughs> oh my God. In the beginning of the Olympics. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Karen, what was something else you liked, if there was anything else since it sounded like there Honestly, one of the things that made me interested to see it again is because when I was in high school, uh-huh. I had a friend who adored it like that was her chick flick she loved it that was like her ideal romantic comedy movie that she adored (laughs) Um, that's sweet (laughs) and so that made me interested to watch it um so that kind of makes me like it because i have that memory of my friend but the actual movie content uh, all right yeah i'm a little i'm a little iffy on it a little iffy all right (laughs) Paul, was there anything else you really liked? Sure. Uh, some of the the slapstick fall down moves mm. made me laugh out loud. Falling on the ice, it just oh yeah, yeah. Especially the part where he like is like actually when they're practicing and he actually like Keeps gets to the falling. point where he's no, oh. gets to the point where he's better than her and like passes oh. her and mm-hmm. he does this little dance, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. immediately falls yeah. down. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Laughed out loud. So funny. I enjoyed those moments, those kind of moments. Yeah, and I gotta say, there's a lot in this movie that I, watching it, I found very funny. I, I liked, for instance, I really liked their uh, pointed dialogue. I know it, mm-hmm. it probably could depend on who's watching it, but I found it was, it was didn't come off as like mean. It just came off as like, tension between the two like they really like each other but they're like pushing each other down in the playground essentially almost like brother and sister a little bit kind of yeah. yeah even that yeah i'll have to disagree with you i thought it was mean even though they did like each other <laughs> <laughs> but just their their quick wit and their constantly banter. their banter yes i yeah. really i really enjoyed that um and speaking of banter uh someone on facebook uh Bruce Banter? No. <laughs> a few people commented on the line toe pick. That was like a big thing of all the people that replied to my Facebook post about us right. doing this movie. They said toe pick, toe pick. So thank you, Shannon Baston, uh, Lionel Jensky, and Sandy Reeser for all saying that you liked that line and that was very memorable. You can add Debbie Tufts to that too. And Debbie Tufts. I okay. asked her if she'd seen the movie and all she said was toe pick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I didn't realize this, Aaron, the girl, Aaron, Paul yes. Wallace, uh, added, she saw an interview with DB Sweeney and Moira Kelly, and they said that people still come up to them and say toe pick, which yeah. I found. Yeah. I saw that was in interview. the special features too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you saw the special features, Karen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw the special features, and one of the special features was the original trailer, which mm-hmm. I actually liked the original oh, trailer. Really? Okay. There's some good one-liners from the movie, and thinking about it, there were some good one-liners in the movie. Um, and then there was a kind of an interview with mm-hmm. DB and Moira Kelly um, where they kind of talked about their experience and everything that happened on the set and the technology and filming. That was kind of interesting. Oh, they talked about the technology? <laughs> yes. In fact, the technology for that movie was, pun intended, cutting edge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it was kind of interesting, honestly, though, because they had to create all these contraptions on the ice so that they could film them skating but still get their dialogue at the same time, and oh, okay. that kind of thing had never been done before. Now, I'm, I'm sure if this is kind of off-topic, kind of. I'm curious, in the special oh, features, topic. did they... It, the way they filmed it, it made it seem like D.B. Sweeney and Moyer Kelly weren't doing a lot of the like big moves, but did they? Was were they, they both learned to skate? They spent three months before filming wow. even started learning to skate, oh, and wow. the awesome. the skating instructor told Moira Kelly that if she had started skating two years earlier, then she would have wanted to train her for the actual Olympics. Oh, Apparently, wow. she was very good at skating. Oh, cool! But then within the first week of filming, she broke. Her ankle, oh. and so they ended up having to film all the scenes where they weren't ice skating first. And a lot of the scenes, they're hi- trying to hide her cast, like uh-huh. when they carry when um, Doug carries her back to the hotel and she's totally drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a big cast on her leg that they're covering oh, up. Interesting. And then once she got the cast off, then they did all the ice skating scenes. Oh, uh, okay. So wow. Really interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, and now you know. And uh, now. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> um, something else that I really liked. I, I have a lot here, so I'm going <laughs> to so go, go for with it. another one. Um, I really liked. So I appreciated, first off, I appreciated uh, both Kate and Doug's stubbornness. And I think that's what contributed to their relationship that they didn't. It seemed like all. Uh, they, Kate, they deserve each other. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and But Kate going through all these partners and all of them sort of essentially give up on her. And then uh, Doug's the one that sticks around. I, I, I like that. Um, but more so, I really liked the arc that Kate goes through from being this big B, um, as they put it. Buzz, to, buzz. Yeah, the bu- buzz, buzz. That's what they're in. <laughs> meaning there um essentially to having to face uh the who she has become in that and i don't see that in a whole lot of movies where you have this character that starts off really mean and they actually come have to come to grips with wow i have really become this really i don't remember her coming into grips i i became this and i need to like fix this what 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 scene did she do that so this is um, at the, toward the end, where uh, the coach Pamchenko, the dad, and Doug are all sort of fine, and she's just sitting there quiet at the mm-hmm. end of the table, and she tells—I think she tells them to stop, or I forget how she intrudes on. Oh, she wants to stop skating. Right. Yeah, she decides to stop ca- skating. She's going to retire because, and she she tell, and I think it's a scene after or a scene before where she tells her dad that. Oh no, I think it's that scene where she says she yes. just wanted to. Skate and have it be okay whether she wins or loses, and just coming to. I love that she she saw that that's sort of the past root of this pain of, and how it's like developed into her being having this being this mean person essentially. I I don't see oh, that a lot. That's in movies, what you took so. from it. Yeah. I thought I, I I took from it that she was trying to fill her mom's role and she was tired of. Because her mom was a, a skater before her mm-hmm. and who never got the medal. So she was going to do that and like fulfill her mom's role. And she's just like, I took from that scene that she's tired of playing that role. Huh. And well, Karen, I think, what, what, 
Well, I kind of fall in between you because oh, I really? think you're okay. both kind of right. I think that she was trying to become her mom and get the medals that her mom never won. And at the same time, she wanted her dad just to love her and support her whether she totally, won or yeah. lost. But I don't feel like there was true change that like, <clears throat> I feel like she was just a spoiled brat throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And then all she learns at the end is that somebody will come and love her even though she's a spoiled yeah. brat when that's not actually reality. So Yeah. I don't know. That's I don't, what makes it a chick flick. I didn't <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. But <laughs> it's because we buy into that dream as women. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, I guess I, but we're all like, we're all flawed, flawed. in our own ways. So don't it's we? Okay. Don't we want people to look past that and to see the real us and still love us anyways? Right. Ooh, but do, do people question. stick around when you treat them so poorly? If they're equally stubborn, apparently. If you're well, making if a good Hollywood in. movie and you want to make money. <laughs> Want girls to love it, <laughs> or if you, or if you take it on as a challenge, you get paid at the end for it. There like, you go. <laughs> this guy got double or nothing. Wow. <laughs> um. So. So what else did you like, Francisco? Well, <laughs> so that we can, you know, rip it to shreds. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks for that. Uh, well, actually, I was going to open it up to either of you if there's anything else either of you really liked. I have one more that I'm saving for the the point the one that it um that says like if it's oh I can't even talk sorry this, this isn't an if, audio podcast if it were going to be a, <laughs> if it were going to be a classic that one yeah like what what thing may, would make it a classic if anything and you know what I totally botched it because I, that would have been mine that oh, I just said dang it. Oh. So, and I don't want to edit, try to edit that back in. So, everyone, if I were to consider <laughs> The Cutting Edge a classic, that would have been the reason because okay. of how I interpreted Kate's her um, arc. transformation. Her arc, exactly. Yeah, interesting. The arc that I didn't even see. Yes. Okay. But, but we, I thought her arc oh. over the ice was nice. Oh, but anyway, that was probably oh, a double. <laughs> Karen, was there anything else you liked? Well, I kind of mentioned earlier, there's a couple of funny one-liners that I was like, ah, laugh out loud. Um, when he goes back to the bar and he's like, so I've been doing some figure skating. Oh, and oh, the yeah. old man behind is like, finger paint? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that pretty funny. funny. Yeah, I think totally. that was one of my favorite lines probably right yeah, there. Yeah, mine too. Very cool. Did you guys like that his brother came, uh, sort of came on board and still supported him even though he made fun of him? Or yeah. That yeah, eventually at the end, yeah, I didn't like his brother's well, I thought him and his brother were similar, not likable. Like especially <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> okay. I well, was- I mean, they set him up the main they set up the two main characters not to be likable. So Yeah. I I don't know if I agree with that. I think Doug is likable. He's pretty you funny. Don't- yeah. Okay, they set up the character as okay, he's the, you introduce him as um, sleeping with a girl, not even really caring to remember her name that much, uh-huh. to you know, knocking people over, not really helping them up. They set them both up to be not likable people, typically. I can see, I can, I can see Story that wise, in a way, and we can get yes. into some parts where I agree with that in the next section. Okay, uh, but. Wow, you, we keep wanting to go to the next section. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on, move on. Well, Paul, go ahead and say the thing that you would have thought would have made Cutting Edge a classic. Okay, the 
it would have to be the ending. And I didn't, I mean, the fact that they wind up together is just a nice, like the last five minutes or two minutes mm-hmm. where they skate into the last thing. And then they, they like beyond the part where he says like, look, I, I fell in love with you. And she's like, okay, we're going to do it. But, but the fact that they all skated together and they wound up together and I didn't even realize this until the next day I was thinking about it. This whole movie was built up to for her to win the medal to put in that that case, that uh-huh. empty case at home. Yeah. But by the end of the movie, they don't even tell you if they got the medal or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It it's it's totally uh not even talked about it and it makes you not even think about it because you're so enraptured and like, "Oh, they got together." And that's what matters. So, more than a medal. Okay. So I thought that was a great uh, feel good after all that fighting that they finally got together. I got to say, I thought about it, but we'll talk about that here in a bit. Okay. <laughs> well, that was my whatever. Perfect. Karen, did you, would you say the one-liners, if anything, would be the thing that would make the Kainedja classic for you? Um. Honestly, I think... If there was one thing to make it a classic, it would be kind of what Paul was talking about, except even less, like that last 40 seconds of the movie, really. Yeah. They're done. They're absolutely done. And then she's like, you know, I needed to do this. I love you. And and he's like, well, remember I said it first. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's that, a great way to that, end like, it. That 40, like 40, 45 seconds is probably my favorite part of the movie. Um, and it is, it's, it leaves you like, oh, that was such a feel good movie. So sweet, <laughs> funny. And at that moment, then I could see maybe that she's changed, mm-hmm. you know, that change you were ta- t- talking mm-hmm. about taking place earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, those last 45 seconds would might, in my opinion, make it a classic. Alrighty. If I were to label it a classic. <laughs> um, I'm going to close our love like section with a uh, comment from again from Facebook and also this is also comes from Lionel Jensky. Thank you everyone who's commented on Facebook about this movie. It's awesome to get all your feedback and include it in the show. Uh, so it's not just I mean you hear me and Paul all the time so I'm, you might be bored of us though. I guess if you're Boring. listening you're not bored of us. Anyway, I'm digressing. Lionel says uh, has to be one of my all-time favorite movies. Wow. Must be more in tune with my feminine side than originally thought. What? And I gotta say, I really like the movies, and you guys keep saying that it's like a oh, chick movie. Man. So, though Christy, my wife Christy, commented on a similar thing. That how do you how do you like this movie? <laughs> it's a good movie. Well, well, we'll let's get into talk that. about <laughs> on whether it's a good movie or not. Yeah, uh, I definitely do want to talk about that. <laughs> it spawned uh, three sequels. It well, can't be I'm that bad. I'm just curious, like if you were flipping through TV channels one afternoon mm-hmm. and that movie was on, would you stop and watch it? Yeah, if I, I hadn't seen it? I wouldn't. Okay. I, if I had seen it and it was on again, I'd be like, oh, yeah, keep going. All right. <laughs> so, Karen, uh, what what's something sort of on the lower end of the things you hated or didn't like about the kind of <laughs> save the I most? Sound like I really hated it. No, oh, well, save, save save your biggest for the for the end. <clears throat> um, build up to it exactly. Gosh, of all the things I hated, <laughs> oh, gosh. No. what was the thing I hated least? <laughs> what was the thing I hated the least? Um, I 
Well, I mentioned it earlier, just the pace. I felt like the beginning was really slow, Mm -hmm. and it was just kind of cheesy overall between the music and maybe I'm just not into figure skating that much. Could be part of it. Um, Not mind-bendy enough. But I think, honestly, what made me really not care for the movie is what I didn't like the most, which I'm not supposed to share right now. Oh, okay. Yes, you'll have to wait. Sorry. Uh, So, cliffhanger. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Um. <clears throat> Paul, how about well, yourself? Well, what's something you did? One of like? the the at the beginning, the music I didn't li- during the Olympics. It it sounded like it. There was so, and, and I'm a big fan of horn music. Like when it's done right, like in the Indiana Jones theme or Superman or Star Wars, all have great horn sections. You know, parts of it, but the beginning music had so much. It was too distracting and was like i think it was trying to be olympic like but it was just i i didn't care for it in my taste and i didn't really notice it throughout the rest of the movie but the beginning part i didn't like i at the beginning i was like i hate the music but luckily that went away i hate the music okay can i chime in absolutely yes just one talking about the beginning of the movie my husband, Jeremy, really didn't like the fact that in the 88 Olympic banner behind uh-huh. where she's figure skating, um, the 88 is made from, like, the Olympic rings. They're, like, looped together like the Olympic yeah. rings to make the 88. That drove yeah. me crazy. Did, was that not how it really was? I have no idea. Oh, okay. He didn't he like just that, whether it was, it was true dumb. or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it was true, take that up with the Olympic committee, Jeremy. <laughs> Yeah, and if not, take it up with the studio. Exactly, so. yes. Um, let's see. Something something I really didn't like about the movie was... If there was anything. There, was, there were things. <laughs> there was nothing. He oh, my gosh. It. Oh, my gosh, guys. Um, the, I really... It's interesting. This, com, this is interesting com, uh, when you brought up how they had all this pretty cutting-edge technology for the time. <laughs> I found it really, I really didn't like the extreme zooms they had in places and the camera blurs, the camera blurs oh, that they had for the close-ups. That's what my next moment was. Oh, okay. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, it's just like, what? especially if they train them, it right. seems like show their faces so I that I know it's them. That was the style of the oh, time yeah. it was filmed, though. Like, I was thinking it was filmed during the 80s because it seemed very mm, 80s to yeah. me. <clears throat> I think that's just, it was like so flash dance or music videos put together. Yeah. I think that's why it, mm. it's just a filming style. Yeah. I, it, and But I didn't care for it. I, I, I prefer. Didn't either. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. The, the blurry, the blurry scenes that were cut to show like fast motion. Mm-hmm. I can understand in, in movies, especially of the eighties, if it was ever used, it was ever, it was only used at like the climax or during one scene or one moment mm-hmm. of the movie. This was used over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it was way too much. And yeah. I felt that it stopped the, the pace rather than encouraged it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, uh, that was my next item on my things I disliked was the blurry cutscenes to mm-hmm. show fast motion. Didn't work well in my opinion and used way too often. Yeah. I think we're all in agreement about that. Yeah. Take that director. <laughs> <laughs> or cinematographer, I guess. Doesn't matter. The director has final say. It doesn't matter if it's the editor or whatever. I blame the director. I blame you, DB Sweeney. Yeah. <laughs> you and your smoldering looks. <laughs> 
<laughs> Smoldering looks, huh? Wow. Trying to get in touch with your feminine. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Um, Paul's sweet on Sweeney. Uh, 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 <laughs> um, Karen. No. So I know there's. You have your your thing. You're saving for the so end, but is there anything to what else? What I hated the most. <laughs> um, for things that I didn't care for in the movie. Yes. Something that mildly bothered me, which is totally random, mm-hmm. was the accent of the coach. Pamchenko. Yes. Oh, I wanted I to it. know if his accent was real or not. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it was The either. fact that you couldn't tell, I think, is good enough. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I wanted to label him as a false accent, mm. which really annoyed me, um, which is pretty minor. But, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm grasping for things that... <laughs> I didn't like so that I can share. My big one is a big one. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Oh, going back, I like yeah. t- to see Terry O'Quinn again. I like, I, I, I thought. I know we're the act- retro rewind, Paul, but we're not supposed to rewind to the love section. Oh, I but you know. know what? You go ahead because I had something I forgot. <laughs> But you know what I didn't like is that oh. he kind of played a similar role in his acting styles as like uh, Howard Hughes. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm watching the same character almost. He but does anyway, feel very much the same. Yeah. yeah, it's not like John Locke from Lost. But anyway, yes. is that who that guy is? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because I'm like, wait a minute, that's John Locke. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Um. So what's something else that you liked, Francisco? <laughs> I liked Pam, even though his accent, I could see how it made, I couldn't tell if it was real either. I liked his pep talk at the end mm-hmm. where he said, just go out and enjoy each other. It's not, it, I. it's very similar to the Mighty Ducks, which we'll be doing later this year, where he yes. tells them, just have fun at yeah. the very end. I like that sort of sentiment of, you know what, this is not, you're not like saving lives here. This is just a sport. Have fun with it. You know what I didn't like is that they weren't saving lives. That it was just a sport. Look at all the stuff that, you know, people waste with their time. Anyway, go ahead. Wow. Um though I speaking again about Pamchenko, why wouldn't you train for his move with helmets? Seriously, that seems so oh, dangerous. Why, why would w- you train for that move at all? I don't know how they did that, shot that in real life. Oh, that looks so scary! They did that in real life. They didn't reveal that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that I agree with you. It looked completely scary, but it didn't make sense to me why you would train something that dangerous without a helmet. Of course, during the show you wouldn't use it, but I'm sure they would have trained on mats first, right before they go to the ice. Oh yeah, probably. But But how do you get that spin? Beginning on the ice, they should have had helmets. They so they just didn't show all those steps. They should have montaged it better. They should have montaged yes. it better. I mean, I like the montages, but come on. Tool pick. <laughs> uh, Paul, was there anything else you didn't like? Tool pick. Oh, I'm saving my... I, I only have one more. Oh, okay. So you guys only have your big ones? <laughs> yeah. What if they're the same? Okay. <laughs> oh, they probably are. They, they very may well be. Uh, you know what the one thing everyone hates about this movie <laughs> Are you actually going to say it, or no? I'm going to oh. save it for the end. I will. Right. I'll let you fill up the the remaining part. So we talked about this a little bit in the likes section, Paul. You really liked the end, Karen. You liked the 40 seconds at the end. I remember very vividly watching this as a kid, thinking they get to the end. And it's like, did they win? 
what? What happened? Why isn't it showing whether they won the gold or not? And I still felt the same. Well, I felt less so now as an adult. I've, I saw that that wasn't really the point. Right. Um, that is more about them falling in love. But I still wanted to know. And cr- totally why. It's because you were never a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I am. <laughs> but Francisco, you win my my uh, literal award, my, yes. my thinker's award and not the emotional award for that for actually following the story and going plot hole what the heck well it's not a plot hole it's a sure it is you build it up in the story you do a lot of foreshadowing okay here's an empty box here's it's all about the gold going for the olympics going for the gold and i think you assume <laughs> that they win the gold because they yeah. fell in love they did their move everything was perfect so love conquers all yeah they won the gold right well, they won the gold in our hearts. Oh. Though I got to say, Paul, it's not a plot hole. It'd be a plot cliff, if anything, because it's at the end. Oh, that's right. A hole's right, in the middle right. of something. Yeah. Oh, very good. You win another award. Yes. <laughs> I'm racking them up tonight. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Karen. You've been waiting the longest. <laughs> Lay it on us. What was the absolute worst thing about this movie that would make it a tragic movie? More? The title. <laughs> Besides the title. <laughs> Uh, Moira Kelly's character. I ah, can't really? stand her. She's such a spoiled brat. And every time she says Topic, I want to slap her. <laughs> I thought she had great eyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. She has great eyes. <laughs> Other than that, it's like every word that comes out of her mouth is just so bratty and she's so snotty and stuck up. She's now, but you didn't feel that way her. about the, the male character? No, because he's at least funny. Mm. And oh. he he's persistent. He sticks around, even though this woman is super bratty and mm. annoying, and you just want to smack her. Um, he still sticks around, even though it's for his own reasons because he's trying to prove to people that he can whatever he wants. His well, own isn't gold. she trying to prove to people that? Yeah, but she's so snotty. <laughs> I can totally see that. Karen. He's at I least totally funny. You know, he's got like a smirk about him, and all she well, so is. So does is, she? No, she's that's just like getting angry. Worked no, up. Her, it, it's, but, that's what her toe pick. It's all the smirk. No, I, I think, I think some she lets down her shields a little bit, like when she brings him a gift. Though she brings it back up really quickly, but I can, I can totally see that she is very snide, especially before they start really training a lot together. Yeah. All right, Paul. What would make well, this movie a tragic movie for you? I have to agree that she is a snotty character. That's partly what makes this bad. But I think, that, like I said before, the both main characters I thought were were uh, not likable, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, they're both bratty. They're both arrogant. They're both um, selfish. I didn't find. I found her just as funny as him, but maybe. I'm a guy, and I kind of think most guys are jerks, self-driven anyway. But um, and I didn't like the her his brother at first. Like, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you to come work with. I mean, who who talks like that? I mean, that isn't a parental figure. You know what I mean? Um, so I just thought the main characters were not likable. And that's why I would say this. And it's not like oh, they start off this way. And by the end of and by the middle of the movie, they're not at. I mean, they're they're almost like like neutral. And then by the end, they're really likable. Like 
like you can like they changed their ways and I I didn't see the transformation there. You're saying they didn't change their ways? I I right? would say that yeah, they they deserve each other. Yeah. They are forever in competition with each other, which is fine if it works for them. But if not, that's miserable. Well, according to the sequels, they get married and have children. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yes. That was one oh. of the... Have you seen oh. the sequels, Kurt? No, but oh. one of the special features was oh. a preview for a sequel. Oh. And it was okay. like, Funny. they get married and their daughter is becoming an ice skater. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It looks super cheesy. Because the mom didn't get the gold and she has to get the gold for her grandma. <laughs> so Somebody has to get the gold in this family. You know what would be way more interesting? Sorry to digress a little bit, but if... They, oh, here's Francisco's fan fiction. I, I, no, no, it's not. It's not. It's just for the cutting edge, too. If they, she wanted to become like a surgeon, and they could still call it the cutting edge. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. I crack myself oh, up. That's good. It's interesting. <laughs> At least someone does. Uh, it's interesting that Karen really didn't like Moira, or I'm sorry, Kate. Um, Paul didn't like either. And for me, what would make this movie a, tra- a tragic rating is Doug's character, but only not his character overall, but just his sort of womanizing. And I don't know if womanizing is quite it, but just... Yeah, that, that makes sense. It is super random when that redhead shows up at his door. That like, is exactly Where it. did that come that from? It is exactly not. It. There's no built up that. like that. Oh, sure there Who, is. Who's it right now, guys? I'm addressing the issue at point. They have one interaction before that, right? No, in the New Year's Eve party, it shows that all women like him, even the old and the young, he has this superpower that attracts all women, even the bratty main star of this film. So he has that mm-hmm. ability. Okay. Now, look, guys. I like that Doug doesn't take advantage of Kate when she's really drunk. I think that yes. that's really awesome that he, he respects her that much. And, and I think he's fallen in love with her, and that's kind of the reason he doesn't. But then to go out and just get with that red-haired chick after Nationals just drove me crazy. It's like... Seriously, dude, can you just like go back to your place and and he did, and your... then she showed up. Well, okay, yes, okay, good point. <laughs> and he's falling in love with Kate, so yeah. obviously yeah. he has to go sleep with somebody yeah. else. Oh my yeah. gosh! Okay, just... I can understand. Like, I it... okay, winding up with her, winding up with the redhead. If he wasn't falling in love with Kate, but he was falling in love with Kate, mm-hmm. so then I have to agree with Francisco on this. Yeah. One. Yeah, it's it's just so frustrating. I get that the movie makers are trying to build up more tension and conflict between Kate and Doug. Yeah, but he should have just stayed with the redhead. No. Oh, yeah, he's a womanizer, so he wouldn't stay with the redhead. Oh, gosh. But he doesn't finish a womanizer because him and Kate end up together at the end. And apparently have a daughter who goes on. He changes his ways, too, not yes. just oh. her. There's more depth to this movie than it originally seemed. Oh, absolutely. Well, only if you see the, the, the preview to the sequel. Because <laughs> who knows what happens afterwards unless you see that. Uh, well, he says he loves her. And he, you know, you get the sense hey. from his character that he doesn't say that to other to women. I love um, mint ice cream, but I'll still eat other flavors. Wow, Paul. That is... 
a horrible comparison. Don't touch that. <laughs> yeah, just don't don't even touch that. Well, what I'm seeing saying is I don't know how deep his love is for her. Well, you know what I mean? To say that oh, he would never like dump her that kind of thing. Well, he was willing to give up the gold by not doing the Pamchenko move to to still I mean, he he loved her that much. Oh, and if he didn't get the gold, would he have to give the money back to the dad? He didn't I take the money though, did he? No, he I, threw it in the he threw yeah. it in the garbage. He said double or nothing, but I so yo he that have, was yeah to so the, the money right oh it's kind of like Lone Star and Spaceballs. He didn't take the money. All he asked for was for gas money. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why isn't Spaceballs on the list, Paul? It is. You need oh, to check the list. Okay, all right. Sorry. All right. Sorry, guys. All right, I think we've talked. Uh, I was trying to think of a cutting pun, but nothing was coming to me. Uh, Let's cut this scene. <laughs> Go to the next. Uh, we've reached the edge of what we hate about the movie. Yes, exactly. So we've all talked about, we've all entered our own ratings into the flight computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo authority on your mark. You and your salvo authority. Wow, Paul. All right, guys, let's talk about how we rate the cutting edge. Again, our new rating system and going forward is classic. If you would recommend it to people, whether they've seen the movie before or not, nostalgic, you'd only recommend it to people who've seen the movie before, and tragic, you wouldn't recommend this to anyone. Let's start with... Karen. Well, originally I gave it a nostalgic mm-hmm. rating. The prediction, yes. Yeah, prediction as nostalgic. And I might stick with that mm. or I might go with tragic. <laughs> I'm not sure that I would recommend this unless somebody had seen it kind of like my friend as a kid and they had memories of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you should watch it again. See, I'm interested to see what you think, but... It's kind of just so cheesy and kind of slow. I don't know. So for yourself, it would be tragic? Like you wouldn't watch it again? Like for you said? For myself, unless I had a reason, it would be tragic, yeah. But And honestly, I'm not sure that I'd recommend it, so I guess I have to go with tragic. I want to say nostalgic because tragic seems so extreme. But if I'm honest, I probably wouldn't recommend it. It just did not do anything for me. And let's, just so we get a baseline for you, what what types of things would have to be in a movie for you to rate it a classic, say? Likeable characters. Likeable characters. characters. <laughs> That's totally what I was going to say. Because there's other super cheesy movies. Okay, this is like true confessions right now. Uh-huh. You've Got Mail. Have you two oh, seen that? Yes, it is I've one seen. of the cheesiest yes, movies ever, yes. but the characters Agreed. are so likable. That yeah, I love I that I movie. That. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just thinking of like another cheesy movie yeah, that yeah. I also like. No, that's great. No, that's so great. I think that if these, if the main characters were more likable, I would like the movie overall. Okay. Um, so yeah, work on the main characters. All right. <laughs> Hear that, Hollywood? Karen says have better characters. Paul, there you go. how do you rate The Cutting Edge? I was having a tough time with this too. Very similar uh, with Karen. On, <laughs> I thought it would be a classic, but after watching it, I went like, "No, this is either nostalgic or tragic." 
And I decided that it was actually nostalgic. Oh, if really? You, Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to go with nostalgic on it. If you liked it when, you know, when you were younger when and, it had, and it's been a while, you'll probably still like it. Maybe not as much, but there's still... Uh, You'll have that emotional connection to it. Yeah, at mm-hmm. least somewhat of an emotional connection. Right. Maybe not as much, but... I hope not. <laughs> yeah. But if you had friends over who had never seen it, you wouldn't say, hey, you got to see this. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I would not. No. I would say, hey, stay away from this. <laughs> no. <laughs> it might be a great movie to watch on mute and then dub over with your friends. Oh, that, that would be That would be very fun. Yeah, that would be actually... <laughs> Uh, good suggestion, Karen. All right, we have a tragic rain from Karen, a nostalgic from Paul. And, what say you, Francisco? And I say classic. No! <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. You say classic, really? No. Yeah, I just I wow. found this movie so enjoyable. I I liked I liked the characters, <laughs> don't say, don't and she's that. a great role model for your daughter. <laughs> I'm not saying that's I, the kind of man she should go after too. Oh, the guy that sleeps around. And oh man! Ouch! Takes I, money from the father. Oh, would you let me talk, Paul? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell us why, in your opinion, this is a classic. So I would recommend this to people who hadn't seen it before, or who had, just because it's it's a fun movie. It's. I enjoy the characters. I enjoy their banter a whole lot. I feel like the the dialogue still holds up in that regard. I really appreciate. I know you guys didn't see it, but I really appreciate Kate's arc because I I can't think of another movie where someone faces this childhood trauma. I mean, there's tons Proto. of movies. There's tons of movies with <laughs> characters that have parent issues, whether it's mommy issues or daddy issues, but you never really see them come to grips in the same way. That I mean, that's how I took it. Um, no, I can see that. And where she she felt like the need to fulfill her mom's uh life ambition and then she grew past that. I can I can see that arc. Yeah. yeah. And and so I would the movie is enjoyable for me. I would recommend Sophia see it though, probably not till she's in her teens or late teens or thirties. <laughs> so wow. she doesn't seriously. <laughs> and I didn't fall asleep on during this movie. So oh, good for you. Thanks. That makes it a classic if you stay awake <laughs> through the whole thing. Well, yes, it helps, it's a winner. Francisco. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, with that, all three of us butting heads essentially. The Retro Rewind podcast considers the kind edge a draw. You really have to just go with the host you like the most for whether you would Go out and see this movie again. With that, Alice, would you please bring up our new tube section? New tube systems engaged. All right, what's new on our tubes? Whether it's contemporary movies, books, magazines, whatever. Karen, what's new on your tube? TV, can it be a TV show? Absolutely. Okay. It can be anything. I know, I mentioned Ender's Game earlier. Um, and I did just see that movie, and it was okay. It, I like the book better, but the book is longer and more detailed mm-hmm. and into it. So obviously, the book's going to be better. But you know what show I love, and it's not too old. 
is Chuck. Have you guys <laughs> seen this show? Yeah, I've I seen saw the first bits and pieces of it. I've never seen Maybe really the seen first that. two. I Does he still work at Best Buy? Chuck, he works at Best Buy through like all five seasons. Oh, wow. wow. Jeff and Lester are probably my two favorite characters, and their band together is Jeffster, and it's awesome. It's just so funny and quirky. And you know who's in Chuck? Adam Baldwin. Yes. Jane from Firefly. You're right. Adam Baldwin is. Oh, yeah. So I guess you got to give Firefly another go. Well, no. (laughs) But he makes that show a little bit better. All right. Cool. (laughs) Well, wait. wait. Now, Francisco is a brown coat. Karen, you are not. So let that influence people's decision whether they think they should go see cutting edge okay oh my gosh okay well that's i guess good um thank you karen uh paul which is new on your tube uh what's it hasn't been new but um it's a podcast actually so it's continuing my brother showed introduced me to this podcast and it's called the q a with jeff goldsmith and he Mm -hmm. interviews uh, screenwriters for uh, films, the most popular films of the day, and even some independent ones. And so, um, and because I've been writing my book, he thought it would be a great, have some great insight on storytelling. And it's, and if you're an author of whether it's screenwriters or even novels or whatever, I'd recommend listening to this podcast. It has some interesting uh, tidbits for you. Very, very cool. What was the name of that again? The Q and A with Jeff Goldsmith. Awesome. Is that the website? No. Okay. Well, I don't I'll find know. it. It's the podcast. I'll find it, listener, and it'll be in the show notes for you. Yeah. So, Francisco, what's been new on your tube lately? So, I'm sure probably a lot of people that listen to the show are in the circles that know about this app called Flappy Bird. No, I've seen people post, and I've played a couple rounds myself. Yeah, so, yes. so there's there's a lot of sort of drama with the creator. It may be really, it may be true, it may be false. I'm not going to rehash it. Essentially, he took the app down. You can't get it anymore. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. They said it was destroying his life. Yeah, or it was too addictive. I, there are different sources and different uh, people saying different things. So I I certainly don't know the truth. But I do know that Flappy Bird is not that addictive. I It is a very hard game. I don't see why people would just play it over and over and over again. I don't either. I got frustrated after like five times. Like, this is obviously not very fun for me to like get very far. Yeah, and there's like no power-ups or anything. But if you're interested in being my high score, currently I have 27. So What? <laughs> I, I did th- see... Oh, go ahead, Paul. I was about to say, I did see a funny video online where you get past the second pipe and Mario comes out one of the pipe and <laughs> steps on the bird. I love that. I thought I saw those Mario pipes and I was like, they have a Mario app? And so it's like, no, it's called Flappy Bird. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not Mario. I don't care. Exactly. Yeah. But that. But you would that, recommend it? No. Well, you can't get any more, but that's why I've been playing recently. It, oh. It's, if you want just like a super quick hit of frustration, then go get Flappy there Bird somehow. Apparently, you can right. buy phones or iPads on eBay that have it installed for like oh, thousands of dollars. I agree. No way. Yes, way. Wow. Uh, so, anyway, go not go. And if you have Flappy Bird, play more rounds, I guess. But that's all beside the point. 
Alice, will you please bring up the communication satellites and see if anyone's talking to us across the ether? Comsat online. Is that like the Ethernet? Receiving Isn't that a call incoming transmission. Online? What do you mean the ether? Explain. I don't know. It just sounded good. <laughs> Is that what you tell the youth? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, feedback we've gotten since last time. We have uh, RJ commented on the Great Mouse Detective episode. He said, Oh, fun. Wow, this episode is among the funniest yet. Thanks really? For, yeah, that's what he said. Thanks for making <laughs> me laugh. Francisco, I completely agree with you on the older Disney movies. Most definitely not classics what? in my book. Oh, no. Specifically, Peter Pan, Pinocchio, and Alice in Wonderland. What? Oh. <laughs> completely agree with him. Completely <gasps> agree with him. You don't like oh. old Disney movies? Not no. those. Uh, not horrible. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, yeah, okay, that's kind of a weird. Oh one. Peter no. Pan and the Great Mouse Detective are fantastic. I would uh, you'll say have to listen to our last episode. <laughs> I w- they're good. I love the Great Mouse Detective. Anyway, that's what makes it so great. Ryan continues. Oh, uh, no, why would I want to hear more? Oh. I disagree with him on the first one. Uh, he now he's addressing Christy, uh, who is not here to defend herself, but that's doesn't need defending. Uh, Christy, yes, I have seen Sherlock and am a huge fan. Benedict Cumberbatch does the best portrayal of Sherlock Holmes to date. Sorry, Ooh, Jeremy Brett, who uh, apparently played Sherlock Holmes in some, I think, 30s or 40s movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he cl- closes by saying, thanks a bunch. And you are very welcome, RJ. Thank you so much for commenting on the episode. That's really awesome of you. And then we had an email from Deb Powers, who is Paul's mom. And you will actually hear her on the next show. Uh, she wrote in about the Mask of Zorro episode. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to tell you how I enjoyed listening to this podcast. I'm still enjoying it as I have a little more to go before I finish listening to it. This uh, is so long. <sighs> Sorry, go ahead. I wanted to thank you all for your very kind comments on my behalf. It's not, it's not often a mom gets to hear her kids say such kind things out over the airwaves to the rest of the world. Smiley face. Oh, mom. <laughs> I often laugh. I often laugh along with the rest of you as the, as you banter back and forth, but not only on this podcast, I think she means this episode, but many of the others as well. Yeah. I feel like I've had a good visit with you all after I listened to one. It makes my commute back and forth to work a real joy. Aww. Uh, looking forward to sharing the podcast with you this weekend for cool runnings. Lots of love, mom slash Deborah. So thank you, RJ and Deb, for uh, getting in contact with us. Uh, Paul, will you tell us what we're going to be covering next time, though? De- your mom kind of leaked it there. Or you did at least a couple times. If you haven't been paying attention, <laughs> wake up. Next time we will be rewinding Back to the movie uh, Cool Nin- Runnings. Yeah. From 1993. 1993? All right. We'll be rewinding back to the year 1993 for Cool Runnings. But until then, we would love if you would share the show with your friends. Or if you want to support us even more, go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash support to find out how. 
And if you want to friend, follow, pin, or plus us, go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash social. But if all you really want to do is end, you can hit stop now. (laughs) No, but (laughs) if all you want to do is send us some good old-fashioned written feedback or questions, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash contact. So thank you very much for that, Paul. Karen? Thank you so much for being on the episode this time. Uh, if anyone would like to contact you, do you have a Twitter or an email that you'd like to give out, or would you like them to just contact the show? They can go ahead and contact the show. Okay. Thanks for having me. This is fun. Absolutely. Yeah, glad you could join us. Definitely. Um, and Paul, as always, thank you for being on the show. Sure. And it's how can people get in touch with you? PaulJPowers.com. Very good. Go there for all your social needs to get a hold of me and chew me out or whatever. <laughs> so if I need to sort of figure out how to relate to people better, I should go there because you a social I, need is met there? Sure. <laughs> I wouldn't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's weird. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Just keep in mind that he loves the cutting edge. Oh, my God. He really <laughs> connects with it. So That's fine. If you, and if you'd like to send me hate mail about that or or letters of appreciation for championing this classic movie. Um, you there can, you go. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at FXRuizX. That's spelled F-X-R-U-I-Z-X. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook. And you can... Just contact the show, RetroRewindPodcast.com slash contact. But lastly, I'd like to thank you, the listener, whether you're doing chores, whether you're working out, or just on your commute to work. Or falling on the ice. Or falling on the ice. It's so awesome that you tune in and tune in. That you download the episode. We're not on radio, so you don't really tune in. What if they're streaming? Does that count as downloading? It does. It's downloading small packets at a time. All right. (laughs) We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. It's so awesome to get to, you know, reminisce about these old movies with you every other week. And like a Pokemon, we'll catch you later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Do, 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 do. You know what's interesting is she plays kind of a similar character in The West Wing. Like she's not. Oh, she's in that. I have she's yet in to the, see that show. Yeah, she's in the on. first like two seasons of The West Wing. Oh. And she plays kind of a snotty character who <laughs> gets in fights with people. Oh, interesting. I wonder if have that's... you seen The West Wing, Francisco? No, I have not. Let's close the show. What? You can put that at the end. You don't need to put this in now. Oh my goodness. You can put this in post, but no. You have to continue. Let's interrupt people. We're having a decent conversation. Uh, Oh well. Anyway, it's your show. Whatever whatever you think is best. I mean, you think this is a classic, so (laughs) apparently you know best. Toe pick. (laughs) 